0: Hey guys, I'm Lucy and you're listening to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of storytelling. I wonder what adventure awaits us today. The latest story on our premium channel is called Lawrence Grows Wings and Flies to Candyland. Lawrence loves being at his Uncle Sean's farm. He loves feeding and looking after the animals. One day, the ponies in the farm magically turn into unicorns and take Lawrence on a magical mission to Candyland. To find out, just sign up to our premium channel. As a premium member, you have a guarantee of having your idea turned into a story and read out on the show. You also get premium-only bonus episodes, access to the entire back catalogue ad-free, premium-only shout-outs, and our sincere love and appreciation for being so awesome and supporting our show. To sign up, just go to shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. And now for today's story requests… Hi, Lucy! Our names are Caroline and Jamie, and we live in Brooklyn, New York. We would like a story about unicorns and elves. And the unicorns have magical powers. Caroline and Jamie lived in Brooklyn, New York. And one day, their mom said that they could go to the toy store to get some ideas for what Caroline might like for her upcoming birthday. Their mom left them at the toy store while she went to run some other errands in the mall. They were browsing the different aisles, looking at all the different kinds of toys and activities, like sand art kits and bracelet-making supplies. They walked down a row that had a pair of unicorn statues – And something about them was absolutely intriguing what do you think about these for my birthday asked caroline i know they're huge but wouldn't they look amazing in our backyard how would they even fit in our car asked jamie looking a little unsure hmm i didn't think about that said caroline i just think that they're really nice "'but I guess maybe I'll just have to visit them here in the toy store.' "'They were about to go and look at some other toys "'when one of the unicorns spoke. "'Help us, please,' said the unicorn. "'My name is Glitzy, and our friends, the magical elves, "'are being held hostage in a faraway land in the sky. "'Where is this land in the sky, and how come you can talk?' asked Jamie.' "'Since you have magic in your heart,' said Glitzy, "'you can hear us, and it means you can understand us. "'Can you help?' "'What do you need us to do?' asked Caroline. "'We have to get to the land in the sky and find our elf friends,' "'said the other unicorn, who introduced herself as Pemberley. "'Well, how do we get there?' asked Jamie. "'Can we drive?' "'No,' said Pemberley the land of the sky isn't on any earthly map we have to go through a portal in the back of the store oh I don't know our mum will be coming back to get us soon said Caroline how long is it to get there and will we be able to come back or will the evil toy maker get us too we think that humans should be stronger than the evil toy maker said Glitzy it's why we need your help If we use our magic that was given to us by the elves before the evil toy maker got them, we could get to the land in the sky quickly and come back as soon as the elves are safe. Caroline and Jamie looked at each other for a few minutes. Then they turned back to the unicorns and nodded. They agreed to go to the land in the sky and try to help rescue the elves. They just hoped that their mum wouldn't come back for them before they got back. If she did, then she would be worried and might even call security to search for them. Glitzy and Pemberley looked around, and when they saw that no one was around, they led Caroline and Jamie towards the back of the store. They snuck into an employees-only storage room and went over to the wall. There was a door on the wall, and Pemberley used her foot to lift it up. And then the two children and two unicorns were sucked through it. A moment later, they landed with a thud on the cold, hard ground. This is the land of the sky, said Pemberley. Oh, said Caroline, getting to her feet and brushing herself off. It's different than I thought it would be. It was a very bright place at one time, said Glitzy. But the evil toy maker has stolen all the light and imprisoned many of the toys. He is trying to put evil spells on the toys, but the elves' magic was too strong. And since he hasn't figured out how to steal it from them, he's made them prisoners. But how are we going to free the elves? asked Jamie. Well, first we need to find them, said Pemberley. Then we'll come up with a plan depending on where the evil toy maker has them. We should all stick together, said Glitzy. It will be so much safer that way and we can keep a better watch out to make sure that the evil toy maker doesn't find us before the elves are free. Well, Once they're free, we can try to take the evil out of the toy maker. Okay, that sounds like a plan, but where do we start? Asked Caroline, looking around the land in the sky. It was dark and dreary and cold. She wished she'd had a sweater with her. They all began to walk forward. They had to find where the elves might be. Glitzy and Pemberley told Caroline and Jamie a bit more about the Toy Maker and how he hadn't always been so evil. He had once been an okay person. He made the toys for his New York store, but then he had begun to get greedy and wanted to make more and more toys. But instead of hiring people for that to be done, he tried to steal magic. They needed to get the elves back and then see if they could fix it so that the evil toy maker wasn't so evil again. If he remained evil, then the elves would be in danger again. They walked through thick, dark forests on cold and icy dirt. By locking up the elves and stealing the brightness from the land of the sky, all the trees and flowers had stopped blooming. And the clouds had simply disappeared. No one knew where they'd gone. Even the sun was no longer shining there. Finally, they came to a giant pit in the forest. The pit was covered by thick dead vines that had been weaved together to form rope. They could just barely see the elves below. Caroline and Jamie began to cut away the vines while Glitzy and Pemberley kept watch to make sure that the evil toymaker wasn't coming. It was a long process, and the ropes cut into the children's hands, but they knew it had to be done. Finally, the elves were free to climb up out of the pit, using the ropes to hang on to. They pulled a wand out of their pockets. The evil toy maker hadn't been able to find them because the elves had made themselves invisible. Then they went looking for the evil toy maker. They were very quiet as they came upon him eating lunch in his toy shop. The six elves surrounded him and waved their magic wands at him. The evil toy maker fell to the ground. He's in a magical coma, said one of the elves. In a few days, he'll awaken and have forgotten that he was ever evil. He might have even forgotten that he was a toy maker, but at least he won't be able to harm anyone ever again. We're going to make the land of the sky beautiful again, and it should be done by the time the toy maker awakens again, said another elf. Now that you've been rescued, said Caroline, we should be getting back. Glitzy and Pemberley helped Caroline and Jamie to go back through the porthole. They ended up back in the store, and the unicorns returned to their place in one of the toy aisles. Surprisingly, the clock on the wall showed them that no time had passed since they'd been gone. Caroline and Jamie were confused by how that was possible, but the unicorns explained that it was the elves' magic that had been able to turn back time. That meant that Caroline and Jamie could still enjoy some more time looking around the store. Caroline still needed to choose something for her birthday. The unicorns would be too big to take home, but Glitzy and Pemberley assured them that the right gift was out there. They just had to keep looking. The end.